You're listening to Teach, Think, Treat, a Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast. This podcast is for healthcare professionals and students about teaching and learning in a busy clinical setting. Whilst our setting is a tertiary paediatric hospital, our experiences and challenges are shared by many professionals and students in other clinical environments. Hello, my name is Steve Lacey and I'm the Allied Health Education Fellow in the RCH Education Hub. I also work as the Tutor Radiographer in the Medical Imaging Department of the Royal Children's Hospital. The RCH Education Hub assists in providing education both within and external to the organisation. There's also a subsidiary of the Education Hub that specifically targets rural and remote areas delivering paediatric healthcare education. And this is the RCH Outreach Program. And today I have with me Tanya Ramos, who's going to tell us about how it works and how you can either help or benefit from its services. So welcome, Tanya. Thanks, Steve. It's great to be here. So Tanya, let's just start by asking what the outreach program is. I guess I wanted to begin by saying that the program is actually really designed for clinicians working in the rural, regional or remote setting. And it's for us to help them deliver actually great care and to improve clinical outcomes for children and their families. Additionally, actually, we've also just begun quite a large amount of work with private hospitals, both metropolitan and again, regional and rural as they are ramping up their surgical services. And that's part of what I do. And are they seeking you out specifically or like how, how does that work as far as the communication side of things is concerned? They seek us out in different ways. Basically, some people will get to us through other anaesthetists or doctors or surgeons, then they know about our service if they are ramping up their surgical services. So a lot of places at the moment because of the great amounts of waiting lists um, that are, you know, here at RCH and actually everywhere, they are doing a lot more private lists. So mm-hmm. they they give us a call and say, look, we're about to start a service in this little private hospital or in this little regional hospital doing ENT surgery. Can you go and help and assist, you know, develop their programs, develop their units, give them some education, professional development opportunities, resources, all those sorts of things. Oh, great. Who's involved in this program? So in this program, there's myself. Um, so I do the perioperative and postoperative education. We have Sarah Tembi, who is the allied health uh, educator, and she does all different types of allied health. So she deals with um, social work, you know, medical imaging, physio, speech pathologist, psychologist, all those sorts of professions. And then we've got Claire Bauer, who works with the general nursing and the emergency department nursing sort of stream of our program. Okay. And is it just the three of you guys delivering the education or do you seek other people out to deliver the education? So there are others. There's the three of us that can provide the expert content for the different streams that we have, but we actually get experts in the clinical fields to come and also deliver content for the professional study days for webinar series, and then if different clinical sites actually might have a specific request, we will put them in contact with the appropriate expert or, um, you know, the right clinician for them to be directly in contact with. And then also we can organise for that person to come and deliver the education um, or set up meetings and all those sorts of things too. Right. So in other words, if someone says, hey, Tanya, we want to do something on medical imaging, you'll come knocking down on my door and say, hey, Steve, we've got someone that wants some medical imaging education. Can you assist with that side of things? Absolutely. Part of our role is actually ensuring that we are giving up-to-date best practice education by clinicians who are sort of, you know, in that field. So that's definitely what we we would do. 
Yeah. Okay. So you've mentioned that things like webinars and, and that kind of stuff. What other services do you provide? So we provide um, professional development days where we actually do tailored education. The specific health site might say, we really need some information on basic pediatric and we will then do a basic pediatric sort of nursing day for that. We could also do specific sort of, you know, one or two hour sessions. We do them both in person and virtual, which is fantastic. And then Sarah does this with her um, allied health hat is that she will take, for example, a session on the road or a professional development on the road. So recently she's done tube weaning and feeding that she's taken to two different regional areas. So clinicians from those areas actually enroll to participate and it's done under, you know, one health site, but she'll get lots of different people from that region coming to do skills, learning, and also networking. Sometimes people, what they want is actually, yes, they want the information and the skills, but they also want to talk to other people that are currently doing it. What do they do, you know, over in sale? Is it the same that happens over in Warrnambool? Um, So that's also really a really important part of the service. So if you're running a some sort of educational program in a specific health setting in a rural center, how does the word then filter out to other clinical sites yep. that, hey, we're running this education in sale, but we would actually like, you know, people from Bansdale and Mallacoota and, and Wilson's Promontory and that to kind of come along? Yeah. So we actually have, you know, key contacts in all the different sites. So as our program is developing, so is our contact list. And that's, you know, a big part of our work too, is ensuring that we know who the right people to contact are. So for example, we've just had a request recently from a health service uh, in the Western District. And this one key person will then email all the clinicians under that area and say, hey guys, RCH is coming to do a preceptorship course. Who's interested in coming? And then they might get, you know, 30 or 40 people from the region. We'll either run that virtually or go in person and they typically choose a health site and we will deliver it on the day. Oh, that's a great idea. For those people who are needing your services, what can they provide to you? The most important thing for us is actually to know what their learning needs actually are. Some places actually run their own education. They've got their own education hubs or their own little education centres and we can come and lecture or provide resources for them. Collaboration is really important. We don't want to go and say, hey, this is where RCH, this is, you know, everything that we do. Tell us what you do and we can collaborate with you to deliver really good education for you and target it at people's needs. Yeah. I think that's really important. And, and is it common to mix and match education from different craft groups in one event? So, for example, can you do something from social work and nursing and even medical in some cases all in the one event? Uh, most definitely. Sarah runs one of our more, most popular sort of generic courses she runs a normal pediatric parameters course. So basically it's a course about what is normal in pediatrics and then what happens when it's not normal. And we get nurses, social workers, psychologists, dietitians, pretty much everybody can come as an introductory course. We're looking into doing sort of combined education with a lot of, um, in terms of in the perioperative area, with perioperative nurses and GP anaesthetists too, where we can then take an anaesthetist with us on the road to help deliver really good education. So there's obviously crossover in terms of some concepts that you can that you can deliver that would be beneficial to all craft groups as opposed to just you know, one or two. Yes, uh, most definitely. And even within nursing, although my area of expertise is sort of perioperative and post-op nursing, Claire and I actually do a number of combined courses where we will do sort of like a general pediatric day 
and she will deliver, you know, pediatric assessments and I might do opiates in children and fluid requirements. So, you know, we do try and collaborate with each other to try and get as much interest from all clinicians. Yeah. Is it more common for a rural health site to contact you directly as an outreach program or do you get more referrals via a certain department within the hospital? So, for example, someone in the hospital might approach you and just say, hey, I've been contacted directly, for example, Horsham Hospital, Mm -hmm. and they need some education around speech pathology. Where does that normally happen? Does it normally happen where they approach you directly from from that that clinical site or do they approach speech pathology department and then they kind of come to you? As the word's getting out about our service, they'll directly contact us, but we definitely have many requests during the year A regional site might look up and go speech pathology and ring that number and then they'll put them through to us. So that's that's pretty common as well. And from a metropolitan perspective, is it only open to private sites? Public hospitals can definitely um, benefit from it. And I've done a number of um, sort of tailored education, say for Austin Health and other centres who are sort of upskilling their staff in looking after paediatrics, because at the moment, obviously, there's such a higher demand, specifically in the perioperative area because of the you know big waiting list due to COVID that lots of other sites are now starting to do orthopedic surgery and ENT surgery. So there's definitely scope. We are more than happy to collaborate with metropolitan hospitals, both private and public. Great. And can you provide interstate services as well? Yeah, we do. So Tasmania is a part of our catchment area at the moment. And we are providing, like I have now sort of just this year, have done some sessions for Royal Hobart, Launceston and Northwest Hospitals. And again, it's all, this is the sort of from the surgical perspective yeah. um, and we're doing those virtually. We can obviously do them in person and we've been to Queensland before and New South Wales as well to deliver education. Wow. And if someone wants to contact the outreach team, uh, if they'd like to hear from your services, what the, how do they contact you? Yeah, so they can look us up um, on our on the hospital internet as well. So if they go to RCH and look up, Allied Health and Nursing Education Outreach Program, and um, they can find our contact details there. There is our email now because we're going to be moving to the education hub is actually education.hub at rch.org.au. And if they flick us an email, one of the educators will get back to them with their request. We have a mailing list. So if people want to join our mailing list, they can do that through the education hub email. And we also send out quarterly newsletters with upcoming courses, what's going on in allied health, general nursing, and that perioperative nursing too. And if people want to follow us on Eventbrite, they can under allied health and nursing education outreach program. And they can follow, for example, our preceptorship courses. Our We've run free monthly webinars in all the different streams. Um, so they can follow us through that as well. Oh, fantastic. That's great, Tanya. Thank you so much for talking with us today. So if you're in a rural or remote area of Victoria or Tasmania, or even if you're a clinical site anywhere in either Victoria or Tasmania, and you'd like to organize some education for your staff around pediatrics, you can contact Tanya and her team via the email address that we talked about, which was education.hub at rch.org.au. And if you work within the RCH organization and you can see a gap in education that's being provided in other hospitals, specifically rural and remote education for pediatrics, and you can think that you can help then please contact the outreach team. Thanks very much. Awesome. We'd love to help you all. Great. Thanks, Tanya. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Teach, Think, Treat, part of the Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast series. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, check out our other podcast show, Conversation with the Experts, 
where professionals from the Melbourne Children's Campus provide advice and insights, tips and tricks, and discuss latest research findings on a range of topics.